What's up, bitch? Welcome to Thought Cops, <laughs> the only podcast where every week we talk about what's outraging the internet and then let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. Uh, again, I'm Officer Kevin, and with me is Officer Grant. What's up, bitch? <laughs> Our fans are bitches. Just kidding. We don't have any fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to give a uh, special thank you uh, to Deputy Doug for coming back on. Uh, he he was first time he came on killed in action uh, KIA uh, somehow in a freak twist of events survived uh, death and came back to talk to us. So he spent his time back on this earth once again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 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 and. Uh, in his in his steed, we have uh, another guest this week, Deputy Henry. Hello, Henry. Hey, how's What's it going, going on, man? Uh, Deputy Henry, uh, you're sort of we had we had Robbie on before. Uh, Robbie Henry and I have known each other. Well, I've known them since high school. I think you and Robbie have known each other since what kindergarten, preschool, preschool. Yeah, you you were you like kind of talk into the mic a little bit closer. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is better. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. You're sort of like the Luigi to Robbie's Mario. Is I, I, <laughs> I really feel like it's the most apt description. I mean that in the best way possible. I, lo- I love the Mario brothers. Um, and I want to give a, a little background here. Uh, like I said, we went to high school together. And uh, me and Henry were in a uh, film production class. I, I guess yeah. you could call it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we had in our high school, there was a, uh, t- <laughs> t- there was a TV studio uh, called BATV. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the greatest moments uh, of my high school experience were just being in those classes and just fucking around for the entire class and getting a goddamn A. Yeah, those are good times. And we were in a high school film fest together. We filmed a commercial. I think it was called Extreme Coffee. I have it at my parents' house somewhere. Are you um, serious? You actually yeah, you yeah. still have that? No, uh, some friends came over like a few years ago and I found them and like we, <laughs> we all watched them. <laughs> no, I did and, not know that. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll show you when I find it. Um, but it, it was just uh, Henry narrating this commercial where I was wearing a suit and um, eating molasses out of a jar, which yeah. we called like, yeah, just chewable coffee. And I, I got all hyper and stuff and super random. It was... <laughs> And then our teacher, for some reason, decided to submit that to a film festival, which we lost. <laughs> yeah, we lost it pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> but we had fun doing it, of course. And I, I think I got an A in that class. And 
think you probably did too. Probably. I don't remember. One fucking thing that pissed me off about that class is I did a little video once uh, where I don't know what the hell it was called, but I was like this old man narrating to the cameras. I don't know what the hell I was talking about, but I thought it'd be a good idea because I just had made some frozen pizza and there was a frozen pizza sitting in the background like that had been half eaten. Uh, this is not the one you and I worked on. And I left it there to show like, oh, people live in this house. And I got like docked an entire letter grade for that project because he said there was pizza in the background. I remember that. I remember him complaining about the pizza. Yeah. Fucked up. And it was that I I never heard that it was an intentional decision. It was. To show that the house was lived in. It was an artistic decision on my behalf, and uh, no one understands my genius. Man, that's <laughs> like, I, I did a, uh, I took a creative writing class in high school, which is similar bullshit of like, uh, just do whatever you want, like fucking, you know, draw on your fucking hand uh, for an hour yeah know? yeah um and we had a final project oh great here they come them's the real cops got to avoid them they're uh, nicer than us <laughs> <laughs> and uh like our final project was it was either some sort of stupid short story or like a collection of 25 poems and uh I worked really hard on my 25 poems and I was like, I want it to be like thematically like all together. Like I did a bunch of drawings in between the poems, which like you didn't need to do. You were supposed to print it out, you know, print it out. Just do 25 times new Roman things. I was like, fuck this. What I'm going to do is I'm going to write it on notebook paper. I'm going to call it. uh, uh, It's going to kind of look like a journal. And I'm going to call it uh, The Chronicles of Grantia. <laughs> and so I just, I, I did it on notebook paper, but then I scanned the notebook paper because it's like, oh, well, this has to be uh, typed or whatever. And I'm like, well, I'll do like a computer version of it. Um, and then I got a B on it and the teacher said this was supposed to be typed. I was like, fuck you. This is the coolest thing I've ever done. It's called The Chronicles of Grantia. It has awesome drawings in it. It's aesthetic. You don't understand it's my It's a creative aesthetic. writing class. I'm supposed to be creative. You brought up drawing on your hands and stuff, and I was actually thinking about this the other day. Do you remember like kind of like the weird girls in high school who would draw on themselves with pen? I don't know if maybe you had yeah. that in your school. Yeah. Um, there was always like the one kind of uh, wacky girl in the class who would like be drawing shit all over her legs and arms and stuff like that. And, um, like, drawn, like, the happy tree friends or something. I don't know. We got beaded braids. Beaded braids? Beaded braids, yeah. What are you talking about? The girls would bead their hair, you know? Like, they put uh-huh. the beads in their hair. It was all uh-huh. colorful, and it was supposed to be unique and special and show mm. how unique and special that they were. We didn't get much drawing. I don't know if that was a... a I, I guess I, mu- I must have missed that wave. The beaded braids? Yeah. Must have been a transition between the one year that we were separated <laughs> at JV High School. Yeah, that's, I'm a year older than Henry, and we yeah. are from completely different generations. Actually, no, tec- technically we're the same age. Yeah, I think I'm just barely older than you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're, you were yeah. right ahead of me. Yeah. Crazy. So crazy. <laughs> anyway, life's a, little, life's a little crazy sometimes, isn't it? Uh, so if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, at the beginning of every episode, we follow up with the previous episode by sentencing last week's perpetrators to a cruel and very, very often unusual punishment. Uh, Grant, would you like to 
begin with the uh, gavel and uh, guillotine. Oh, yeah, okay. We need a guillotine, or not? We have a guillotine. We need a gavel. That's Wait, what? We, what the fuck are you talking? about? We have what? a gavel. We need a guillotine. That that would be uh, this, I think. That'll work. It's close enough, right? That'll Where, work. Where's the gavel? Ah. Yeah. See, supreme justice is one keystroke away. <laughs> All right. Um. Also, a little a little side note here for the ambiance of the room. We're drinking sriracha flavored beer right now. I have a big red bottle with the sriracha logo. It looks like a large bottle of sriracha. Uh, and it's, it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's made of glass, and the beer tastes um, kind of like beer that's left out overnight. <laughs> um, yeah, check it out at your local uh, your local liquor market. This, is, this has been uh, this has been report of the week uh, <laughs> with another fantastic review. Um, anyway. Uh, for the crime of uh, calling himself the N-word, uh, Bill Maher is hereby sentenced to stop oppressing himself, but also to check his privilege. I It it evens out somehow. I could see depends. that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. For the crime of poisoning the water supply, Flint, Michigan is hereby sentenced to filling all the drinking fountains with beer! Fill it with beer! O'Doyle rules for class president! Woo! What's that from? Uh, Billy Madison, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the fans are going to eat me alive if I'm wrong. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, do you want to read one? Sure. Sentence someone to some cruel and unusual punishment. No, Get it out of your system. Number three. What are we on? Number, we're on number three? Yeah, it feels, yeah. Okay. it feels good. For the crime of staging a protest by, I guess, just making a protest filmable for television audiences... CNN is hereby sentenced to having to stay on the air as punishment. They're going to have to continue to report on every single action that happens in the news every single day. And let me tell you, this Donald Trump guy is full of news. (laughs) Understatement of the week? Month? Year? Understatement of, I don't know, whatever the next one is. All time. Of American history at the very least. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, for the crime of swapping out her blue pills for red pills, uh, Lacey Green is hereby sentenced to whatever the fuck rat-infested sewer all of the humans lived in in the Matrix. Uh, to be fair, they had some kind of cool dance parties down there. You remember that? Like all those people with like dreadlocks and they're rocking out to the fucking sandstorm. Matrix. Very prolific movie. Uh, for the crime of bringing back fanny packs in 2017. Big fanny pack. We'll be back again in 2018. Hashtag dad bod or something. I don't know. Would you like to uh, go for another one? Sure. <laughs> go for uh, number six, if you'd like. For the crime of watching hentai, Kurt Eichenwald is hereby sentenced to Hentai Addicts Anonymous. Kurt, we're worried about you and all of your many holes and fantasies thereby fucked. How did that? <laughs> I didn't know you'd have to read that until <laughs> I saw it. How did that feel? That felt interesting. Okay, <laughs> like hentai. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hentai. Interesting, but also interesting. Um, for the crime of calling the president a piece of shit, Reza Aslan is hereby sentenced to Zombies Anonymous. You can't blame him for his actions. He has a disease, a disease that makes him eat human brains, and I believe. Uh, at the beginning of the pop culture zombie phenomenon, 
they tried to say zombies were real and they lived in Florida. But actually, that was just bath salts. But uh, this could be the real thing. Uh, finally, for the uh, for the crime of appropriating uh, camouflage culture, uh, Kylie Jenner is hereby sentenced to standing in front of our troops if she doesn't like standing behind them. Sorry, just saw a bumper sticker <laughs> on the way here. Is that the is that the cadence you wanted for that one? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was perfect. So, guess what, folks? We're almost at 500 freaking downloads, baby. Uh, it's about 25 downloads an episode, which is pretty which consistent. It's, but it's like we have a consistent fan base, but we still need to like spread out more. We like, need more. I want you to see people out there uh, causing violence in the name of our podcast. <laughs> I want to see some blood running in the streets, and I want to see the man or woman who did it with the word thought cops carved deep into their forehead. All news <laughs> is good news, people. That hell, that's what I always say. And it certainly wouldn't be a PR nightmare. Great. Uh, we can go through... There's a couple of kind of follow-ups um, from a couple of the stories that we've touched on in past episodes. Um, the the Flint, Michigan thing we were talking about. Uh, five city officials are facing manslaughter charges. I heard about that. So, yeah. Um, that uh, the the representative that uh, body slammed that reporter, what, Greg Gianforte, or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, the great Gianforte. <laughs> the great Gianforte. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we fucked up sentencing him because we sentenced him to public office. Uh, an actual court sentenced him to 20 hours of anger counseling. <laughs> it's not so It's not, not often that the thought cops agree with the real uh, cops. So chalk it up to another disagreement. Well, you would figure he'd get uh, arrested for uh, arrested and tried for, uh, you know, assault. But no, he just did just 20 hours of anger counseling. Can learn so a lot. Can learn a lot in 20 hours. Although, yeah. to play devil's advocate, they're treating the root cause of the issue. That is very true. Do you think it's going to work, though? Yeah, of course not. I think, yeah, he, I think he needs a little work, more than right. 20 hours. Because I've had a lot of time in therapy, and I'm not better. <laughs> uh, so, another news. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt from Netflix is renewed for another season. Despite all the chaos going around, people are can't decide what they think about the show's political stances, but it's all right because it's going to be back on the streaming service which, right alongside Last Man Standing, which is uh, not as contentious as uh, Bill Nye. His crap hole of a TV show got renewed. There's a fr- hell of a Friday a night right there. Back to back, Kimmy Schmidt, Bill Nye, and Last Man Standing. <laughs> back so- to back to back, and then blow your brains out. Have you both watched the new Bill Nye? No. Only no? only clips. No. I'm, I'm, so I can't really criticize any of it because I haven't actually sat down and watched right. it. Have you watched it? No, but I'm going to criticize it anyway. I think it looks dumb. Yeah. that's that, Pretty much everything I've heard from people is like it. He, he took what his old premise was like a kid's show, but it was... Uh, it was educational and entertaining. And then he went, well, I'll do this for an adult audience, but then make it more childish you know and then like did you see that uh the the rap 
I the sex stuff rap. I saw about ten seconds before <laughs> I decided to gouge my eyes out. Yeah, pretty much. And never yeah. see anything ever again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, despite all of that, it got renewed for a second season. So. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Well, good for Bill Nye. Yeah. Happy I for him and his success in the future. Got one more little uh, kind of Easter egg here. I just I saw this uh, earlier today. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the romp him, the uh, the romper for men, mm-hmm, romper mm-hmm. for him instead of her, romp her, romp him. Uh, so this was created. I'm just gonna pull this up on the screen. Oh my god. This is an an image of Kim Jong Un stretched out over a man's body and his teeth are right around the penis. It's a romper with a uh, Kim Jong Un uh is j- his face is the entire outfit. And he is looking happy, isn't he? That looks like a bad photoshop. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that this is uh I'll have to I'll have to see what website this is from, but uh, I don't know. I saw it on Reddit, so it's probably real. And it's eighty dollars, so that's kind of tempting. That Every- is tempting. It's marked <laughs> down from ninety nine ninety nine. Think of the savings. That's very <laughs> fucking true. Uh, so we also have another returning segment we want to uh, talk about here. Uh, as I mentioned last episode, Last Man Standing is on Netflix. Everybody's checking it out, including our listener. Robert, uh, do we have an actual title for Robert? I forgot. Uh, code name. Uh, he he had some special something or other. We'll I have don't know. we'll have to ask him. I forgot. Code okay. code name. Uh, code name code red. Get it closer to the microphone. Hey Robert, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Just recording another episode of uh, Thought Cops. So, you've been telling us, uh, Last Man Standing, it's now on Netflix, is that right? It's officially on Netflix. Netflix is scooping in on the, um, Last Man Standing wagon, trying to rake in that cash. Yeah, I, I happened to catch the first couple of episodes myself, just out of, uh, morbid curiosity, and I think it's almost worse than you described. I couldn't believe, uh, some of the hack writing and shocking things that were coming out of Tim Allen's mouth. Oh, the hack writing just gets worse into uh, season two, three, and four, and five. And <laughs> oh, my God. It so, seems like, uh, honestly, the writers are like, well, what can we do to sabotage the show? I know, let's just make this almost borderline racist and see what happens. And people seem to love it, so, hey, good for them. It gets kind of borderline racist? Yeah, there's one episode in particular where... Uh, Everybody's house gets egged, and the new neighbors happen to be black, and their house get, gets egged too. And they're like, "Uh oh, should we go tell them that their house wasn't the only one that got egged? Just because they're black?" <laughs> oh my god! So there's this like race kind of tension between Tim Allen and the neighbor, and how they don't want to meet him because he doesn't like people, but not specifically because he's black. And just, <laughs> normal, normal stuff. Yeah. Work. Tim Allen yeah. uh, ends up running out of his house uh, wearing a bed sheet, <laughs> like, accidentally like a, like, lighting their lawn on fire. Like something out of like Curb Your Enthusiasm, <laughs> but like written by Neanderthals. Yeah, pretty much. 
um, it just tries too hard to be edgy yet kind of like a family esque show, which it's ironic. Yeah, the the juxtaposition is very surreal, I have to say. Uh, So you've been jumping around. You you haven't been like watching um, consistently, I hope. You're not that deep into the show. No, I I just kind of read the synopsis of the episode and just go from there. I decided to watch the one with one of the Jonas Brothers, which was also just terrible. Um, He has like a total of four lines throughout the whole show, and finally at the end he decides to start singing randomly at church, which was obviously like that happens to everybody. Right, uh, right. We're at church, some pop stars there, and he decides, uh, hey, dude, this is a good time to bust out the vocals. <laughs> so this is a church-going family, that's correct? Yeah, they. I believe they're uh, Protestant, uh, whatever waspy men are nowadays. <laughs> I, I believe Protestant is one of them. Yeah, I think so. That's one of the big ones, I guess. Um, so any, any other big guest stars? Did you happen to see the... Uh, or what are those guys called? Uh, Duck Dynasty fellows? No, I was looking for that episode, but I didn't stumble across it. Ah, uh, shoot. The last episode I saw is uh, the Baxters decided to get a maid. And uh, she happens to be a Guatemalan maid. But she Uh-oh. She's totally legit. And then throughout the episode, uh, Tim Allen's all pissed off. He's like, you know, we should check in all the workers, make sure they have their papers and... Uh, stumbles downstairs to the warehouse and then he's like okay everybody i need to see your green card or like your papers and like instantly they all flash it except one guy who happens to be like the warehouse manager guy and tim allen gets sad because he's been friends with him for 10 years now he has to battle this moral dilemma like oh do i let this guy go (laughs) cuck you know typical typical stuff in america we face every day yeah absolutely that's uh classic everyday scenario um i i think tim's kind of saying what we're <laughs> tim's got to say what we're all thinking yeah no i i feel like if this didn't ruin his career which was already pretty much in ruins uh, that's it for tim i don't see him going anywhere oh there's toy story 4 that's gonna come out soon it's true uh, there actually yeah. was um i think in one of the first episodes well one of the one of the first two episodes he makes a subtle reference to Toy Story. Uh, I forgot somebody's like mentioned something, and they ask, I think they ask like how long some someone's grounded for or something like that, and they're like, forever. And he goes and beyond. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, no, he he has random little plugs like that. I know in the Christmas episode they're like, hey, why don't you wear the Santa outfit, Dad? Huh. I'd never do that stares vaguely into the camera for five and a half whole minutes <laughs> god but, uh, and it's funny because I remember hearing um, uh, just a plug in Joe Rogan experience he was interviewing Al Mangle or whatever Yeah, and he was like you know we saw Tim Allen at the comedy store the other day and he's not doing well uh, he does stand up occasionally and I guess he bombs all the time and he's like, we felt bad for him, so we wrote him a few jokes he could use. That's how pathetic that guy has gotten. <laughs> like, can't Jeez. really, you know, like him bad for jokes himself. Now. He has to kind of uh, leech off other people. Sad, man. Yeah, he's like an old guy. Yeah. He's like a... He, he's oppressed. The guy's clearly very just oppressed. <laughs> yeah, dude. You can't be an alpha male anymore. It's not easy being rich as fuck in Hollywood. And white. 
Yeah, it's basically like being a Jew in Nazi Germany. He used to, that was like oh, decades he, ago. He's got to still be doing that. No way, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at that nose. <laughs> that's, where do you think he gets the energy to do all that grunting? <laughs> that's just like a cocaine binged, uh, like, infused uh, grunt. He just goes like, <laughs> Whoa! <gasps> <gasps> just rips his fucking shirt off. Who wants to get fucked by the tool man? Ho, ho, ho. Where's Al? I'm gonna fuck Al. <laughs> and you know, he has like random Alex Jones-esque um, rants on that show where he's on the camera because he does that marketing for that stupid uh, uh, Gander Mountain-esque uh, store he works for and he'll do his Alex Jones rants on camera. <laughs> those are ridiculous. Nice weather. Yeah, those are... Uh, those are like what he's feeling deep inside and the dilemma he has to face. Those are funny. Nice weather we're having today, right? Oh, it's the harp system. Oh, oh, oh. God. Messing with our weather systems. Is uh, Al Borland, do you remember Al from uh, the old, uh, what the hell, uh, Home Improvement? Is he on that show in any capacity? I thought he was dead. I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. Yikes. Uh-huh. I thought he was just a cuck. Hey. I is could that, be wrong, but no, I don't think he worse than that. Yeah. What a god! I thought he was dead. I I think no. I'm I think I might want to submit my own spec script for Last Man Standing, even though it's canceled. I think it might get it back on the air. I want the guy who played Al Borland to play an Alex Jones type character who moves into the neighborhood and becomes friends with the Baxter family. Well, that would work, but. Their backdoor neighbors are black, so... Oh, shit. Okay. That's a continuity here. Yeah, no, he actually does make a guest appearance. I just looked it it up. Man, he's still alive. Kicking it. Oh, thank God. No, I think he was dead and he he just... We thought he was dead because he wasn't moving for quite a while. Too much coke. Uh, Any final thoughts on... uh, Any any quick updates you want to give on Last Man Standing before we let you go? No, not not really. Um, Yeah, I this will be the end of that but if you need me to do any other deep investigation on randomness no we're <laughs> we're gonna need you to keep watching oh, keep your eyes <laughs> disguised robert all right Pe- peace be with you likewise bye-bye Bye. it's not what you say in church <laughs> peace be with you I'm, likewise man <laughs> i haven't been there in a while keep it chill totes okay um so let's let's get into the uh main story because that was kind of top heavy yeah it was like half an hour already almost Woo! uh which one do you want to do first whatever the, whatever the first one is good let's keep it simple good option go over the uh twitter twitter rehaul not too many people are happy about twitter.com got a big update this week i know henry uh you said you use a third party app to view twitter yeah that's right we call flamingo flamingo yeah how come i tried it and i liked it and then i kept using it good reason what 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 separates it from uh the official twitter app like what are the main differences it looks slightly different the app has a different icon and it's called a different thing are are the avatars circles (laughs) i couldn't even tell you i don't use twitter enough to know (laughs) because on twitter 
All the avatars are circles now. Everybody's very upset. Um, yeah. What a fucking thing. Uh, what a so thing to get mad about. I, I There's a note here. I said the mobile layout looks the same. That's not true. It actually updated on my phone about two hours ago. And mm. it looks looks stupid. It looks dumb. Ah, oh, they are relentless tonight. You know, I'm telling you, man. It's these fucking millenniums. They are just never happy with anything we give them. No matter what it is, every time the stupid website gets updated, these fucking kids can't keep their mouth shut about it. And they're taken to the skies and they're complaining. It's like, uh, anytime, uh, I don't, I don't think that they've updated Facebook's layout in a while. They might have, I don't know. But like every time that they did, like you just see like a slew of people that were like bitching about it. Like, now I have to, the home button was on the left side of the screen. Now I got to drag the mouse all the way over to the right side of the screen. What? Thanks a lot, fucking Facebook. I'm never going to use this again. You know, uh, you're our friend of ours, uh, your old roommate. Yeah. <laughs> for like one whole summer, he was like obsessed with trying to get all of us to sign up for Google Plus. <laughs> Like he, I think like I remember he used to be on that. Facebook. I was that guy for a while. I could see that, but this guy was a little different about it. Like at parties, he was like telling everyone like about it. He changes like Facebook profile picture to like the Google Plus logo. <laughs> and after after that. about after about three months, he just completely abandoned it and like never talked about it as again. everyone well, else did. I think Google Plus was ahead of its time with the circles because now that Twitter oh, is finally right. <laughs> getting on board with the circles. Google I don't, Plus I don't, had that from day one. These circles are not right. Circles are square, man. Well said. Well said. Nice one, Tom Bergeron. Thank you. So yeah. enough, enough, <laughs> of the, enough of this uh, Twitter gobbledygook. Talk about some uh, super cultural appropriation, bros. Wahoo! Galaxy! Uh, so E3 was this week. Uh, Henry, have you been following any of that? Uh, yeah, I've been following a decent Some good stuff coming out. Uh, for really everything. Um, so my my game I'm most excited for, uh, Super Mario Odyssey. As I mentioned at the head of the episode, uh, big fan of those Mario Brothers, and this game looks pretty awesome. Uh, Mario is seen using his uh magical hat to uh possess characters' bodies, uh, taking form as them and walking around and uh, doing what he does best, running, jumping, and you know, whatever he feels like. Um, Which we, we, had a, we had a totally different uh, angle that we wanted to talk about with this because there was already something that pissed uh, people off about this game already, and it hasn't come out yet. But, uh, Kevin, you showed me, like, just before we started recording, someone was saying something about the hat and how yeah I'll let me read this quote here by uh this is breaking news a right guy here. with a uh furry icon in front of a rainbow flag and he's wearing he looks like um I don't know what the hell it is serial mascot uh <laughs> Mario's ability to possess people in Odyssey raises some serious questions about consent I mean he's not putting his hat on people and making them perform fellatio on them because <laughs> As we've seen in the trailer, once Mario's hat attaches to something, Mario's body disappears and becomes... Super Mario Red Light District! <laughs> Wahoo! Mario's just fucking everybody out there as the hottest bitches in town. Yeah, that'd be a little different. He he puts his hat on a dinosaur, 
Uh, not right, the right. same thing as a forced sexual act. I don't know. And Although like now I said, there are real human people in the game. Yeah, yeah. But, but they confirmed Mario. <laughs> Mario is still human. These humans are just different-looking humans in Mario. They're actually real-life proportioned oh, it's humans. It's gotta go right by the fucking window, doesn't it? They're mad about Mario. <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> uh, apparently, no one. But. <laughs> that you uh Mario um similar I guess similar to Zelda Mario is able to uh don different kinds of costumes uh many from past uh games and such and promotional artwork um things of that nature and in the sort of uh Mexico inspired level he has a sombrero and a how do you say that serape serape uh, and he's playing a guitar with a uh, mariachi band that is, these like little sugar skull guys, like a mariachi band. And, and we all know that this uh, fake cartoon uh, plumber is Italian, not Mexican. So obviously this is problematic, right? Some people have become legitimately upset about this, and I know the the website you have you have here. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, if this is... I don't know if this is satire or not, but this is, like, the hardest I've laughed don't, in a while. Don't say the website's name, because I don't want to be, like, embarrassed in the future that we're both wrong. Like, it's like, oh, this right. this crazy website called The Onion? <laughs> <laughs> it's not The Onion. Um, it's not The Onion, but it might be a rip-off of it. I've I'm not sure. I've seen this website before, and I'm not sure either, but just the, uh, the title of it is, uh, the title of the article is Disgusting. Mario caught culturally appropriating in Super Mario Odyssey. Man, Nintendo just cannot catch a break. Yeah, I guess not. Between uh, between people with arms in their hair and Mario wearing problematic sombreros. Uh, so I, I, ju- I just want to read this because it, it made me laugh really hard. And I don't know if it's if it's uh, if it's satire, it's really good satire. If it's not satire, it's like phenomenal satire. Um. You'd think, definitely one of the two. No in between. <laughs> you'd, well, yeah, it has to be one of the two. Uh-huh. You'd think the world has learned by now that cultural appropriation is literal violence. Although Mexicans from Mexico don't actually care who wears sombreros, liberal elites in America like Katy Perry and Lena Dunham have declared the practice haram and therefore we must obey. That's why I am absolutely losing it about Nintendo's decision to include a Mexico level in the upcoming Super Mario Odyssey, where Mario wears a sombrero and a serape. Well, what what Not Nintendo cool said guys. about it was that it, they said in each level is basically like traveling to a different continent uh, outside of the Mushroom Kingdom. And the fun thing about that is collecting the different currency and trying on the different clothes in the land. And apparently, um, <laughs> Mr. Miyamoto is literally Hitler. Yeah. Uh, so it continues... <laughs> this racism simulator passing off as a piece of entertainment <laughs> this is definitely satire ha- has the gall to steal and bastardize a rich mexican cultural heritage mario <laughs> mario plays the part of a colonialist <laughs> Mario plays the part of a colonialist <laughs> sapping the land of resources in parentheses coins and stars <laughs> while viciously stomping to death the native inhabitants. That just about sums it all up. Uh, 
<laughs> Mario Odyssey in stores this October. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got to keep reading this. Super Mario is already an incredibly problematic game because of its retrograde gender roles where a straight white male rescues a princess <laughs> from danger. Despite the many tear-soaked articles posted on Polygon and Kotaku, Kotaku, uh, the yeah. creator of Mario, Shigeru, uh, quote, literally Hitler, Miyamoto, uh, refuses to change the format of the game and, uh, make, <laughs> oh, no. and make Mario trans while allowing Princess Peach to smash the patriarchy with a slight tap of the A button. Uh, the only way that Nintendo can fix this is by canceling the game and starting over. If they need to hire me as a, quote, political correctness supervisor with a six-figure salary, I would gladly... <laughs> help them to make my dream project Super Mario White Genocide Sunstrike. <laughs> oh, this is, yeah, this is definitely a satirical website. <laughs> I think this is a conservative website. The satire I, is so heavy. Yeah, yeah. Like they're trying to manufacture their own outrage. But actually, I'm glad you did read through this because it reminds me of some legitimate complaints I heard when um, there was an Iowa, or yeah, an iPhone or Android, whatever phone. A phone game of Mario that came out last fall called Super Mario Run. I like that game. I didn't get a chance to play it myself, but it just like a, it just was meant to be one of Nintendo's first phone games. It's just a game where Mario goes from point A to point B. He runs across the level. You don't even you don't use controls or anything. You just tap the screen and he jumps. Right, that's right. It. And then, and then people were upset that yeah, but the whole gender role thing, saying they're like, oh, of course Peach has to be saved by Mario. Can that's we, the game. Nintendo, can we please change it? And it was like, I don't think Dude, Nintendo they, was... They did change it. They made a Peach game for, like, one of the handheld games, and it sucked because it was like a... a like, what... They, it, was, it was developed by one of their low-tier company teams. So yeah, but, and it fucking sucked. Like, you know, but that, the, I don't have enough rage in me to fucking talk about this. I mean, on the plus side, Nintendo announced uh, two new Metroid games, both starring a female heroine. Uh, very excited for both those. Which, uh, again, that's a game from, like, the same era as the old Mario Yeah, games. no, totally. But it's just, like, the idea was, it was like, okay, Nintendo's not trying to fucking break down any goddamn social boundaries. They just want to make a simple game that people already know and love that's based on and a they don't trope wanna, they, that's like thousands of years old yeah they don't want to they don't want to break the glass ceiling they just want to have a game where a man touches mushrooms and kicks <laughs> turtles and whatever whatever else he's got to do oh hey uh, by the way the turtles yeah kind of surprised pita i'm sure they all, have said yeah, their we, we, they have they have yeah they have um also robert uh texted me one update he wanted to add to the uh uh, home or uh, yeah, the home improvement thing. He said, uh, "So the reason I thought Al was dead was because he hosted Family Feud, and I guess that show was cursed." <laughs> That's true. He did host Family Feud for a long time. I thought that that one guy, uh, Louis Anderson, was dead for a long time, but he's still alive. Yeah, he, I'm surprised. Like he's got, he was like from that same era of like fat cokehead comedians, and somehow he's still kicking. Yeah, I think I think he. Uh, I'm I think, guessing he didn't do the coke. I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be probably like one of the first to go next next year yeah, he's still fucking great that's my that's my celebrity death pool um looking forward to this mario game i am looking forward to this mario game yeah oh yeah and we all have switches here too that's we can all sit in the same room and play mario odyssey without talking to play, each other uh, colonial yeah. simulator yeah. 2017 yeah, we can all watch each other get angry at our tiny screens <laughs> for our inability to platform and stomp 
culturally significant the, the native individuals, the yes. native <laughs> inhabitants. Every little icon inspired by foreign society will be crushed under Mario's feet. I also um, want to uh, bring attention to how hilarious I find the name New Donk City. Yes, is I know. Is that a game that's coming out? No, that's like the, like one of the main cities in the game is oh, like, okay. and it's like based out like they even have like characters who haven't been in games since like the Donkey Kong arcade game. Oh, it's like Donkey it's supposed Kong. to be like set like it's set in like you know how they they had like normal people in it kind of yeah like the woman he saved like she's like the mayor of the city yeah like Pauline so we, or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. She's exactly yeah if we want to tie it back to the misogyny the the capture of Donkey Kong in the original. Uh, Donkey Kong arcade game is now the mayor of New Donk City. That's mm. true. That's true. But nobody's talking about it. No one is. No one, Absolutely no one except us. Um, in other video game news, uh, Xbox One finally announced what the Scorpio is. Uh, it's called Xbox One X. It's a um, slightly faster Xbox. Yeah, it's a sli- It's like I think it's like the PS4 Pro. Uh, it's just like a or better- like the the Wii U. Well, like the Wii U is like a whole uh, like there's the Wii, then there's the next console, the Wii U, and you have like the PlayStation Four, and then there's like a slightly better model, the PlayStation Four Pro, which is kind of a fucking annoying thing they're doing now. Yeah. They're, like, they're not going full th- steam ahead each time; they're just like updating models. It's hardware DLC now. Yeah, but you got to buy a whole new box, <laughs> and uh, it's called the Xbox One X, and it's goddamn. Uh, what was there like gang warfare or something going on? They're trying. I mean, to, they're probably, in line for the but... Xbox. Uh, out of the GameStop outside. So, Jesus Christ. Uh, the Xbox One X is a slightly more powerful. Uh, it out- outputs the 4K, uh, which the current uh, Xbox One cannot do. <gasps> yeah. For all you folks out there who have uh, 4K TVs, uh, which I don't... I- actually, you do. I have a 4K TV. <laughs> you do. And we're, I also yeah. have an Xbox One S. Oh, no. You got to sell that, man. You got to get the Xbox One X. Yeah, throw so that can, shit straight out the window. Yeah. Right, exactly. So I can play games in stunning 4K. I, w- I mean, I I would love to come over to your house and play your video games in 4K <laughs> without paying for it. Um, Please, you're more than welcome. Great, great. So we have, uh, yeah, people are losing their shit. Everybody's, you know, they're memeing it up, as the internet is known to do. Um, Grant, you want to introduce this next story? I, I think it's a little silly. Yeah, uh, do you guys watch uh, Broad City, as they call it, at all? I don't even know what that is. Oh, fair I've enough. I've seen a couple episodes. It's like a Comedy Central show. It's like it's like um, I it's I guess you could call it like a feminist show. It's just about it's these two, like slacker chicks who live in New York broads City living in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. It's a feminist show, it. and it's called Broad City. Like yeah. I mean, like they're being like you know. Koi. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, with the title. It's not a bad show. Um, but they It's pretty funny and it has its moments, but it's definitely worth watching just for Hannibal Burris's in the show. And oh. he's fucking hilarious. Like every his just fucking mannerisms of just standing there with like a slight grin on his face with his eyes pretty much completely closed <laughs> and just saying like the most deadpan lines, you know? Yeah, I just watched the newest season of Eric Andre recently. Yeah. I fucking love that show. Oh, man. I, I, uh, when I was working at Starbucks, I met Hannibal Burris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, he was, uh, he was on the phone, so I didn't, like, bother him or anything, but I shook his hand, so that was kind of cool. Nice. He lives in Chicago, right? He's from here. Yeah. He's from Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think he lives in Chicago now, too. I think he oh, moved back. That's cool. I actually worked, um, I didn't put two and two together for, like, four years, but, uh, when I, I one of the jobs that I was working at at the school that I used to go to, 
his sister actually hired me for a job and she was like oh yeah my uh my brother lives out in new york he uh he writes for snl uh he he's like a stand-up comedian and he's trying to get into that and like i never knew that that was like hannibal burris you know and then four years later yeah yeah it's weird then four years later uh someone else that i used to work with was like oh you remember angela right like that was hannibal burris's sister and i was like son of a bitch yeah so um we're basically friends now yeah me and hannibal so did Hannibal tell you about what's happening on the new season of Broad City? No, we haven't talked in a while. Uh, apparently, Broad City is going to bleep out Trump's name next season. What do you guys think about that? He who must not be named. Voldemort. Yeah, um, yeah I know Broad City did have Hillary Clinton on, <laughs> the slave owner, on, uh, I think, <laughs> a season or two ago. Uh, and uh, that's where, the, like, I think the one annoying thing about Broad City is it's, like, spawned some of the most annoying things people say like yas queen oh, i think yeah, i think that, that came from broad city from that um which fucking i don't know irritates me for some odd yeah. reason yas queen yeah yas you know queen. yeah like yes like y-a-s you, you never heard anyone say that i've heard people say yas but the queen at the end yeah I yeah 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 I, I i i don't get it maybe i maybe it just uh you know because we're just a bunch of boys <laughs> so they're bleeping out his name uh some are praising the decision and others are saying it's tokenistic and tone deaf and then other people are kind of like uh it's not it's not enough we want to see his head in a pike oh wait no kathy griffin already <laughs> hey hey they should they should have her guest star on broad city they might i cut his head off oh <laughs> that was that was an awful oh are you fucking kidding me with this shit just let him be. Seriously? You fucking goddamn moron. I'm just glad I didn't drive here. I like to think it wasn't a, a car alarm. It was just some guy sitting in his car, <laughs> honking in he's, perfect, he, like a metronome. He's he's down five <laughs> stories, and he's he can hear us, and he's laughing so hard. He's just, like, slamming the horn. He's like, you get those Broad City Girls thought cops. You get them. So, who's going to be tuning in? I don't know. The Broad City? Yeah. Do I have to watch the previous seasons before I Probably not. Yeah, it's a it's a serial drama. You gotta you gotta catch up with it. No, okay. No. I no, don't know if so. I'll be able to take the time to do that. <laughs> That's gonna be my excuse for not tuning in. So much TV. I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty funny, but they're like they did have Hillary Clinton on one of the episodes and they did this thing where they're just like bamboozled by the fact that they like met Hillary Clinton and like their jaws drop and shit like that. And it was kind of funny and kind of like, oh, you guys are like really, really, really serious with this. You know, it's kind of took me out of it a little. Yes, Queen. I don't know. <laughs> I'll give it a chance. Yeah. Speaking of Yes, Queen. Just watch the, uh, the, the there's there's one part in particular. Uh, there's this uh, gay Hispanic character that uh, they're all like, uh, I think they're all locked in someone's apartment. And, uh, and there's like, it's really bad weather outside. And so they're all trapped and they're all like confessing things to each other. And the, uh, the gay Hispanic character, he's Hispanic, right? Um, he, he's committing, he's, uh, admitting something to Hannibal Burris. Um, God damn it. What the hell is going on tonight? Just say the bit. 
<laughs> he's like he's admitting something from his like his deep past where he's like, I used to have this little turtle, uh, and he would call the turtle the N-word, and he'd be like, Come here, little N-word, are you hungry, little N-word? And Hannibal Burris is just staring at him like, you know, dead faced. And he's like, and so I just thought I'd, you know, just let you know that that's something that I did. And Hannibal Burris just goes, Ah! <laughs> so I don't know. Just just watch that episode. Do you know just what episode it is? I have no what idea. Episode? I'll have to Google what episode does Hannibal Burris laugh at the <laughs> N-word turtle. <laughs> yes. Okay. His delivery is identical to Grant's, I'm oh, assuming. Man. He's so funny. Um, well, they're so friends now. That's very true, yeah. yeah. They hang out. They're kind of like their sensibilities are rubbing off on each other. Uh, speaking of Yas Queens, uh, NBC holds a crisis meeting over Megyn Kelly's interview with Alex Jones. <gasps> Fans of Jones are angry because they said it was a hit piece because, of course, they did. So wait, did the interview come out? It, I saw, it I... hasn't come out yet. They just took a couple pictures together. I think he talked about it on his radio show. And, you know. Okay, because I saw the outrage, and it was so intense. I assumed the interview had happened, and nope. people were offended at the content of the interview. No one, uh, I get it in a certain point. I especially get it for from uh, people from, can't focus, can't focus. Uh, Got him, man. People from, um, what was it, uh, Connecticut, with uh, the school shooting that happened up there, and with... How this Alex cool Jones, that, this cool shooting that happened outside, is saying that it didn't happen, and all these people are like, "Hey, uh, my kid is dead. Why don't you shut the fuck up?" So I get kind of getting angry about that, um, definitely. Uh, but yeah, we we don't know what the interview is, or what it sounds like, or what it does, or anything. So yeah. it's just shots in the dark. So if Megyn Kelly shits all over all those people who are mad at the fact that they give me a voice, will they shut up, or will they still be mad? Will they? Hold on to their outrage. I don't know. I mean, I think the big fear is that um, people are just afraid that yeah, it's gonna it's gonna humanize Alex Jones. But the one thing that that all these people are forgetting is that Alex Jones is a human. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Are we human? He's or a human. Are we Alex Jones? I think my big fear is it's going to kickstart his career that eventually leads him to a recurring role on Last Man Standing. <laughs> Netflix is going to pick it up. I'm calling it right now. I might watch it then. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix original. You hear that, Netflix? You have How three awesome. new viewers if <laughs> yes. you get Alex Jones. <laughs> you have three potential? How awesome would an Alex Jones sitcom be? Uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. I can say that with the utmost confidence. <laughs> so, um... Like you said, Alex Jones, he is human, and he's coming. He's animated. He's got a heart. It's got hot blood going through it fast, and he likes to fight, too! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just reading the notes. Ron Burgundy. What font do you use to communicate that, that um, voice? This is what I think it's just. I think, I think it's Arial, Arial or Times New Roman. Uh, should we move on? Anything else to talk about with Alex Jones? Uh, well, then everybody just—it's a classic debate with all these kind of guys where they're just worried about like giving him a platform, you know? Yeah. 
Um, well, I feel, I feel like the problem with Alex Jones is up until now, his platform has been nothing but people who agree with him. Yeah. yeah. So what happens when you put him on a platform where everybody hates him and can see him for the lizard man that he is? <laughs> well, <No. laughs> it's, it's just so weird because um, he gets so many views on his internet channel. Um, and he's always bragging about how, uh, you know, how, oh, mainstream media, their views are down, their numbers are down, et cetera, et cetera, beating mainstream media on all these different fronts, you know, um, but then like goes on mainstream media and like in a certain way that almost people are afraid that that like legitimizes him because he's on like NBC and it's just like, yeah, but. You know, his whole shtick is that I'm independent media and I'm beating all these people. So it's like, so why why does it even really matter all that much in a certain sense? You know, mm-hmm. aside from the fact that, you know, um, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see how hard hitting interviewer Megyn Kelly is. Whatever. I, I No one's going to fucking watch it anyway. Or they might actually i know when when he was on the joe rogan joe rogan podcast uh that was like the highest amount of downloads but it was also like episode 911 you know so that was uh you know i don't think they were watching for an episode number uh, <laughs> and uh, speaking of yes queens uh katy perry uh guess what she's woke got a problem i wake up every day and i don't brag about it oh my god <laughs> You bastard! <laughs> oh, so she sat down with an interview with D. Ray McKesson, a spokesperson for BLM, uh, who wears the same blue vest every day of Dude, his life. He never takes that blue vest off. Look at here. I'll I'll just Google the fucking guy. He's like a he's like Bart Simpson in his classic orange T-shirt. Pretty much. Ah, uh, there it is. Every. Yeah. He's just always wearing this blue vest. He never takes off the blue vest. It's kind of a cool vest. Uh, it's like a Columbia. Is that Columbia? No, that's Patagonia. Patagonia? <laughs> he's always conscious. wearing the blue vest. Here he is. He's Stephen Colbert here. Here he's wearing glasses. Yeah, you're right, man. He vest. really likes that vest. He loves the shit out of that vest. I hope he washes it. I think he lives the shit out of the money Patagonia pays him to wear that vest. Mm, why not? Just never take this off. He's getting that sweet Patagonia pay. So uh, they had a little interview, a little talk talk. He has like a podcast. I-, I thought it was the Pod Save America, but it's a different one. It's like Pod Save the People. I- it's like the same the same thing, but it just he hosts it. I don't know. So Katy Perry, like many pop stars, um, has been famous for appropriating other cultures and music videos. Uh, such as wearing her hair in cornrows or dressing like a geisha once. Very popular little trope in music videos, I've noticed. I think we talked about this before. Who was, uh, was it Katy Perry or, god damn it, now I'm drawing a fucking blank, Kirsten Dunst or someone was like, they're always doing these wacky, uh, Avril Lavigne, I know she did like some Japanese thing or something. So. I have no idea. Point is, everybody's going to fucking apologize. Um, they're acting like Mario. <laughs> I'm a sorry. <laughs> I, want Ma- I want to see Mario apologize to D. Ray McKesson. Can I wear your vest in my new game? 
oh, you can't do that accent. That's that's it, completely it, inappropriate. I probably shouldn't because it was really bad. <laughs> I acknowledge my white privilege. Wahoo! You know, white... No, never mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so she's sitting on this couch with uh, D. Ray McKesson, and they're both sitting, like, cross-legged. And uh, I, I get a pull... It, it's such a weird... It was it was like surreal, um, like for for both people being there and both of them talking to each other. And she said this thing um, about the cornrows. She said um, she was talking about how she wore cornrows and she was like, well, why? You know, there was backlash. God damn it. Like, wh- what is this? The seventh one tonight? It's trouble out there, man. Trouble of Bruin and Neo-Greek Town <laughs> Cyberpunk District. Thank you for acknowledging that. It's 2017 and, you know, shit's getting real. Um, it's like the movie Akira out here. We're just <laughs> fucking motorcycles and shit. Um, so she's talking about her cornrows and uh, how people were like, hey, you, you, you can't wear cornrows. And, uh, and she was like, well, why can't I wear cornrows? And then one of her friends was explaining to her and this is the quote that she said to uh d ray mckesson she said uh quote she told me about the power of black women's hair and how beautiful it is and the struggle and i listened and i heard and i didn't know and i will never understand some of those things because of who i am but i can educate myself and that's what i'm trying to do along the way which like i'm not gonna i i don't really have too much of an opinion on it but it seems like just like the most canned of canned responses of just like let me just say the same thing that all these 28 other people say with like no emotion behind my voice you know type of thing it can be taken as very progressive and very forward thinking but that's really only because of how vague it is yeah yeah exactly (laughs) it's just like the most canned of canned responses i am supportive of human life Hot take, everybody. I also Hero. love cats and dogs. You should... Uh, cats and dogs? I mean, really? Oh, and birds. I, uh, did, did I forget to say I love birds, too? Oh, that's offensive. You should you should run for uh, public office with your hot take on uh, crime is bad. Crime bad. Um, body slamming good. <laughs> All right. So she's woke. We get it, lady. Yeah, and there was uh, there was this article headline. This is from the New York Times, and I get why people are angry at the New York Times because this article is titled uh, "Katy Perry woke up. She wants to tell you all about it." <laughs> and I just noped straight out of the fucking thing. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna read an article that, t- that says Katy Perry woke up and she wants to tell you about it. Yeah, in reference to being what, woke, yeah. Yeah, what what interaction do you want me to have with this thing? Do you want me to read this or not? What What do you want from me? I know about it, the picture. She huh? looks like that bald meme guy who's touching his face. And oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that guy called? I have no idea. The I just guy, know that I see it The feels guy, is that him? Yeah, I think that's the name of that motherfucker. Mm. Um, well, so... Um, thank you for bringing it up Henry and guess what thank you Henry for coming on the show uh, this has been an episode of Thought Cops uh, Henry is there anything you'd like to plug any projects or anything you working on anything cool 
no, I, I'm just working at work just for working. money, and <laughs> none of the things I do at home are worth plugging. Hmm. Okay, well, Henry... Maybe I could find an audience if I try hard yeah, enough, Yeah, it's not um, the kind of audience I'd like to keep around very Would like to plug the idea of a salary job? <laughs> yeah. um, yes. Yes. One, th- one thing I don't want to plug is... Uh, it's called Rogue Sriracha Hot Stout Beer. Uh, I drank this once last weekend, uh, very drunk, and I didn't... Why did you buy it again? I was fucking drunk at the liquor store, and I was looking for more beer. So I was like, what the heck is this stuff? And I bought this for me and the boys to try at home. And um, at the time, it didn't seem that bad because I already had uh, put holes in my brain all night, so... Uh, we're drinking it sober today, and now that it's I can, awful. now that I can fully taste it, it's uh, it's pretty bad. I'd rather drink a beer that just says like toilet beer. Yeah. Oh, um. So yeah, uh, I'm gonna anti-plug Rogue Sriracha Hot Stout beer. <coughs> it looks like a big glass. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Don't buy this stuff. <laughs> Thanks for listening.